Welcome to the Aerospace Executive Podcast, featuring in-depth conversations with executives, leaders, influencers, and journalists in this dynamic, high-stakes industry. Hosted by Craig Pickett, founder of Northstar Group, the boutique executive search firm for the aerospace industry. You'll learn how top aerospace executives are developing their people, competing for talent, overcoming challenges, and adjusting to industry trends to drive growth and profits. And now, let's join your host, Craig Pickett. Hey, welcome back to the Aerospace Executive Podcast. I'm Craig Pickett. Hey, uh, once again, I've got uh, my good friend, fellow podcaster, Matt Johnson with me. What's up, Craig? Matt, Matt what's happening? Matt is the, uh, he's the, uh, uh, he runs the UX podcast, which talks mm-hmm. about all sorts of business issues. Mm-hmm. Brings some, uh, brings some great, great guests to media as well. So Matt, what's happening? Uh, all good things, as always, uh, which I know it's, it's summertime here in San Diego, which you are intimately familiar with. You, you used to live about five blocks from where I live, so I'm currently loving life. I uh, live right by the beach, so it's, it's great. You just got back from a European vacation, so you do have me currently beat in terms of uh, how the cool places we've traveled. So I'm very jealous, but I'll get over it. Yeah, well, we're, uh, San Diego isn't uh, Europe, San Diego. It's uh, Wilmington, mm. North Carolina. It's all, uh, it's all good. That's right. So, Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you uh, you had an interesting. You came across an interesting uh, Wall Street Journal article, which kind of kicked off some thoughts. We want to talk a little bit about mavericks and disruptors and um, tornado bosses, which I which is a hilarious term in and of itself. But so anyway, what what resonated? So you read this article and you've seen this though. What what do you see that made you? think that this is something that applies to aerospace especially you know this article was aerospace and, and just business in general but it's what to do how to survive a tornado boss okay you can you can think about it instantly the tornado boss is you know, when it comes in creates all sorts of disruption thinks they're a disruptor mm-hmm. and maybe they are they got all sorts of energy in, in, in aviation terms a lot of thrust little vector <laughs> I like that. That's good. You know, and, and, you know, there's some, you know, there's some times for a disruptor. And then mm-hmm. there's some times where you go, Hey, look, you're a maverick and a disruptor until people get tired of your stuff. And then you're not a maverick or a disruptor. You're just kind of a pain in the neck. Right. So, you know, I think that from a, you know, from a, a a leadership standpoint, you know, it comes back to, you know, emotional intelligence and, you know, sort of organizational efficiency. And, and you mm-hmm. see a lot of, I don't know, uh, you see a lot of it. I see a lot of it today in, in business, you know, where quote unquote disruptor is the buzzword. I'm a disruptor. I see it yeah, so, so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Is it, is it that the executives and CEOs are looking at, you know, the Richard Bransons of the world and trying to emulate that? They're, they're trying to become that? Or is it the boards are looking for that, thinking that's the answer to growth? You know, I think a lot of it is, it's a little bit different. You know, everybody, every company, you know, a lot of companies, I hear this quite a lot. We want youthful energy to come in and shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about, you know, look, I, you know, I think that youthful energy is great. And, and, and you know, it, energy begets energy. But on the flip side, too, I think that 
mature wisdom balances out youthful energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm seeing it in politics, and, and I don't even want to talk about you know, who's right, who's wrong on this, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing Nancy Pelosi trying to corral the youthful energy of Ocasio-Cortez. Yep. Ocasio-Cortez thinks she's this great disruptor, her Green New Deal and whatever else. And Pelosi's sitting there going, hey, look, you got some good ideas, but mm-hmm. let's not steamroll everybody yeah. along the way. Yep. You know, um, and, and that's the, you know, I think that's where the mature wisdom comes in and says, hey, look, you got some youthful energy, some great ideas. Over time, yeah, we can start to interview. Yeah, we can start to introduce some of the processes. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, look, I've got I, I know a little bit more than you do. I've been around the block a couple times. Mm-hmm. So let's have a chat. And I think that in business, that same process, you have a great youthful leader who's got a lot of potential, comes in, and you match them up with a little bit of mature wisdom, and all of a sudden now you've got a great team that can do some great things. Unfortunately, too many times I see the youthful energetic executive come in and say, I'm a self-described disruptor. Mm -hmm. They steamroll the organization, their quote unquote tornado boss. And it's like a sugar high. It's great for six months. And then all of a sudden we wear it off. Dead bodies in the hallway. Everybody gets tired of, you know, there's chaos and, and everybody says, "All of a sudden, what, what happened?" Yeah, you know, the disruptor flamed out. All of a sudden, now they've got to polish their resume, and they're going to go do it somewhere else. <laughs> well, that does seem to be the pattern. We were talking before we hit record that, that there's there's definitely folks that you can see in the business world that are like this. I think Jamie Dimon we threw out as one. Um, yeah. You had a name in mind. I, I was uh, one of the recent examples. I was thinking from the world of college football is Jim Harbaugh who has that reputation. Uh, so he's coming up on four years at Michigan as we record this. He, I think he lasted all of four years in San Francisco. Yeah. And, and he's developed a reputation for being that way, where it's come in, energy, 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 everybody buys in. And then three years in, they're kind of tired of the energy and they're tired of getting yelled at or mo- the motivational speeches aren't hitting as well anymore. And maybe it's time to move on to the next. And, you know, like it, almost like a program turnaround specialist. It, like it has its place but it doesn't work for the long term. Yeah, he wears people out. I yeah. mean, and that's the common theme is, you know, he wears people out. Bobby Knight used to do the same thing. He wears people out. And I remember it was a 30 for 30 on ESPN, if you've ever, if that's, mm-hmm. yeah. One, they asked one of Bobby Knight's players and they said, what was it like playing for Bobby Knight? And he said, it was like, what? It was like being in full metal jacket. He goes, you want to know? Go watch full metal jacket hundred times. <laughs> we talking about? <laughs> you remember? You remember the movie Full Metal Jacket? Arlie Emery or Arlie? Yeah, Arlie, Arlie Emery is a jealous yeah. character, and, and 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 you know what? You know, it's like look, you know, it's that's funny. Well, yeah, I, I, I get it. It's yeah. it, it's absolute chaos. It takes a certain. So no, so so la- a little bit of a lack of emotional intelligence. I, I totally get that. I, I've worked for that guy before, by the way. So my my the my mentor and still one of my good friends, the guy who ran my old agency, uh, at one point moved across the country, moved away from an office of however many employees he had at that point. Now he has you know sixty employees in in the Midwest. He lives here in San Diego, and what he figured out because he has more uh, more self awareness, I think, than most people is he's like, I can't, I can't be in the same office. 
Like I, I will disrupt them. Right. He realized that he was the disruptor. He's like, okay, I have to, I have to insulate them from me because I'm disrupting them. I'm like, there's too much, there's too much change. I'm always evaluating and tinkering and whatever. They like, they can't move that fast. They can't handle that much uncertainty. You know, I'm, I'm being disruptive. So he basically walled himself off and, and now has like a operating officer that stands between him and the rest of the employees so that all of his crazy ideas get filtered through somebody else who puts the brakes on 90% of them and make sure that he's not moving too fast or tinkering too much for the rest of the staff to handle. And a lot of times I think in, in a, you were talking about in, in a situation where you have that youthful energy, you yep. need that voice of wisdom. And he found that, uh, which yep. is from personality type. And, and that's the, that's the sign of mature opera. Uh, that's the sign of a mature entrepreneur. You know, mm. Entrepreneurs are the worst. They're, they're, they're horrible to work for. They tend to want control of everything. <laughs> They bring you in to do a whole bunch of stuff and then never, they never let you do it. You get frustrated. They get pissed off because nothing's being done. So a mature entrepreneur, once his business reaches a certain scale, says, I need a COO. Yeah. And basically the COO is someone with a, enough emotional intelligence that can you know, go to the employees and they say, all right, look, don't worry about it. Everything filters through me. Mm-hmm. I'll handle Joe. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Joe, then, when Joe has his tirades, it's the person who's you know who's who's able to think back and go, "You said you wanted this. You said you wanted that. You said you wanted this other thing. It's all in process. Mm-hmm. I got it. You know." Yeah. And they let him kick and scream and throw coffee cups or whatever else. And then they leave with, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> well, I haven't done that yet. I haven't thrown any coffee yeah. cups as as. But the day, the day is young. The day. I mean, is young. Yeah, you think about Tesla. Yeah, like, you got it. Yeah, Tesla. Yeah, you think about a company that needs a COO. So, yeah. but you know, it's, yeah, yeah. When do you need a? When do you really need a disruptive mm-hmm. uh, tornado boss? Look, if you know, if uh, if I'm a company that needs a severe cultural change, mm-hmm. underperforming several years, maybe my industry is changing rapidly, and I'm not. Think you know, you know maybe the industry has just changed is moving faster than my or you know than a, than an executive's ability mm-hmm. to see it. You got you know you got Ackman or Elliott Management, a couple of activist investors, you know you know buying big chunks and they're demanding changes. Yeah. Maybe that's when you bring in a tornado boss and they shake everything up and you know they're good for three years, but ultimately in three years the company's either going to open up, it's going to get sold, or mm-hmm. it's going to get on a new track. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I can totally see that because you almost need, you need someone that can come in and not only just make the changes and get people energized, but also that like at when that process is done, you can kind of scapegoat them a little bit, like show yeah. them the door, say, hey man, whoa, whoa, bad boy. That was a, that was a tornado. But now, now we're on much better footing and now we're going to calm things down and we're not going to go back to the old way because he already destroyed all that stuff. But now yeah. we can move forward a little bit more calmly, a little bit more deliberately and now that we've got that guy out, so it kind of like calms the rest of the staff down and we can kind of blame all that disruption and stuff like that on the bad guy who now is uh, the ex-CEO. So that makes- yeah, well, well, that's great private equity. You, know, you think about private, private equity. I mean, nobody's more ruthless than, than private equity. And these right. guys, you know, you know their plan. Hey, it's a private equity-owned company. I'm going to come in. I'm going to be the CEO. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cuss here. I'm going to be a complete asshole for five years i'm going to shake things up i'm going to take it and then they're going to pay me a trash load of money if i'm successful right go somewhere else and then we'll do it again <laughs> um 
Yeah, that is a private equity shake up the company scenario. And, yeah. and that's a tornado boss. Yeah. But for someone who thinks they're a maverick or a tornado boss, you know, put the brakes on and, and rethink it. You, you're probably not. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you probably just need to grow in wisdom and emotional intelligence and become yeah. a, a better, more well-rounded executive. If you if you think you're going to come in and steamroll everybody, you're going to yeah. get a lot of yeah. It's it's a great example. A young executive, young sales VP, maybe 34, 33, 34 years old, meteoric rise. You know, very successful person today, sitting in on a deal that was probably worth a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Guy on the other end of the speakerphone was stirring the pot. Okay. And the more the other guy on the, the guy on the other side of the speakerphone stirred the pot, the more angry this young executive got. And he was about to become absolutely unglued. Okay. Senior executive, probably about 20 years his elder, but equal in, you know, both vice presidents, hits mute on the speakerphone. Taps him on the shoulder and looks at him and says, Jill, he's just trying to see what he can get. Hmm. Don't show your cards. Don't get angry. He's just trying to see what he can get. Hmm. Like the guy, like all of a sudden the guy had like this epiphany. Okay, I got it. <laughs> totally changed the dynamic of the conversation. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's real interesting to see, like I said, you know, that you know, young energy their wisdom and how they can really balance each other out in a good in a good way. Yeah. Love it. Good lessons for all of us. Um, okay. So let's say you're an executive, you're listening to this and go, okay, maybe I need to chill a little bit. May, you know, I want to be a disruptor. I want to be a maverick. I want to make some change. I want to, I want to, you know, make some things happen. Um, but how do they, how do they stay connected? How do they learn more about what you do and how do they get into your world so that you can kind of connect them to maybe the, the right opportunity for them where they do get to be positively disrupting. <laughs> positively disrupting. Yes. Call me at 910-509-7129. Tell me you got a lot of energy <laughs> and a lot of desire mm-hmm. and the role you're looking for. Yeah. That's a great thing. Don't tell me you're a disruptor because I'll go. <laughs> So tell, tell Craig you have energy. Don't tell him you're a maverick. Yeah. Got a lot of, yeah. Look, it's Look, I've got a lot. Yeah. Look, I, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of great up and coming executives and yeah. companies really, especially in airspace today, you know, everybody's sort of looking for, Hey, look, it's changing. The industry is changing. Digital comes into play more and more. Big data comes into play more and more. It's new technologies come into play more and more. Everybody's kind of thinking about, Hey, look, yeah, we need to bring in some of that vibrant, technology savvy, you know, experience that can help us get to the next level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's it. And, and, but yeah, I think it's, Hey, come on in. This is what I can do for a company. This is where I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. I'd like, you know, I'm a good leader. I'd like to ex- help a company grow and change. Yeah. So 910-509-7129 is my number. And then Greg, what's the website? Uh, Northstaresg.com is the is the website good 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 
All right. Well, that was awesome. First of all, thank you. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully people reach out, they can catch up with the blog and stuff like that. You've been writing there for quite a few years, dispensing kind of your, your wisdom and perspective on the aviation and aerospace industry. So Craig, thanks as always. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you coming on board.